This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. This is the Broadway Boys Podcast through the Hockey Podcast Network, and we are back with Season 4, Episode 52, as Game 1 of the New York Rangers and the New Jersey Devils has been played, and the New York Rangers take care of fucking business, and they get a huge, huge Game 1 win on the road. I feel like as a diehard New York Rangers fan and all you, you know, Ranger fans that are obviously listening to this, we can all take a deep breath and say that the New York Rangers have a one nothing lead. They got one on the road. They came out and they played, I think, beyond anyone's expectations. And I am going to break it all down and we'll talk about the rest of the series. You know, if you're listening to this, there's a huge game two tonight. We'll talk about that. But uh, yeah, it's just uh, I'm ripping a solo here. Andy has band practice. He's extremely upset that he uh, uh, can't make it. So uh, it's going to be a solo. And, you know, it's everyone's favorite Mr. Negative on the uh, on the solo podcast today. So. Man, I, I feel like I needed that win. I know. All of us needed that win. I think the New York Rangers, more importantly, needed that win. And I think that was certainly not just a statement game, but a game where you, you knew the Rangers could weather. The Rangers showed us that they can weather any storm, really, that the New Jersey Devils can throw at them uh, when they play their best hockey. And it's not just about, um, you know, it's not just about doing one thing specifically. It's a collective effort, you know, lines one through four, you know, it's playing, you know, you know, just unsexy hockey in the defensive zone, blocking shots like animals and, you know, just playing the correct way constantly. I thought they did a good job of trying to get the puck low and establishing a four check. And listen, it's not always going to be pretty. The Devils are a very, very good hockey team, a scary good hockey team. And they have some players that are just unbelievable and they're going to get scoring chances and they're going to get, you know, power plays because of their speed. And, you know, just, you know, we can't keep up with them for 60 minutes. It's just the nature of the beast. So, you know, what we have to do is find our way to establish offense and capitalize on the opportunities. And that's what the New York Rangers did. And I know I've been harping on this for months now, but special teams really is the name of the game. If you take advantage of special teams, you're going to probably win the game. You know, Rangers go two for three and 0 for four. um, Sorry, two for three on the power play, four for four in the penalty kill. If you lose that game, that would be a complete fucking shocker. So it, it just goes to show you how important special teams are. And the Rangers certainly showed up. Uh, you know, the Rangers are not a high volume shooting team, but they, you know, get high, you know, high quality scoring chances. And when they make it count, they can make you pay big time. Uh, but when the scoring touch isn't there, you know, we kind of all scratch our heads and being like, you know, who, you know, what are we doing here? You know, we don't look like we don't even belong, but the Rangers were able to make, uh, you know, some big plays and score some big timely goals. and. 
I think, you know, this is a good step in the right direction. I think this series is far from over. But if the New York Rangers can put forth that type of effort and be that, you know, lethal on the power play and really clog up the middle and really just not let New Jersey get shots on goal. I mean, the Rangers had 23 block shots, which is unbelievable. And, you know, for a team like New Jersey, who kind of, you know, they don't get, you know, they, they, they look to get, you know, 20 quality scoring chances a game, whereas the Rangers are, are, are far less. But the New Jersey Devils, with the amount of volume, they can, they're able to score goals. They, they go in. But when you limit those opportunities and you clog up the middle and you don't let them get shots on goal, it really, you know, kind of negates their biggest strength. And that's just swarming the New York Rangers, getting shots on goal, getting rebounds. But the Rangers didn't allow that. They were, you know, Devils seemed to be one and done with their opportunities. They might have been, you know, working the puck around the perimeter a lot, but their shots were from the outside. Igor played unbelievable and stick t- stick taps to him because, you know, I I think, you know, he needed to be nearly perfect for us to win. And and that goes for any goaltender. It's not just Igor. Every goaltender in the National Hockey League that's in the playoffs right now has to play essentially a perfect game to win a hockey game. So. Um, and you know, getting off to a good start and getting that, you know, first goal from Tarasenko was just, you know, you know, you can't even put it into words. It's just that big. I think for the New York Rangers, if we were to fall down one, nothing, it's almost like, oh fuck, here we go. Like, this is it. New Jersey gets the lead. And now all of a sudden they use their speed and they trap us and they clog up the neutral zone. And they don't allow us to get, you know, scoring opportunities. And, and the Rangers, you know, they, they need those, you know, big time opportunities to take advantage. But, you know, Chris Kreider um, has an unbelievable tip on the power play to put us up 2 nothing. I think, you know, our, our power play, you know, I, I, the Devils had a pretty good penalty kill through, through the season. Um, I think they were like top five for sure. But it just seems like that the New York Rangers having... Patrick Kane, you know, on on the you know right hand side, and then you know having Fox, you know, up up top, and they they kind of do an umbrella, and I really like that Chris Kreider, you know, had the wherewithal finally to you know drift off to the side, and that really puts it put Graves in a weird position because he either has to commit and not allow Patrick Kane to shoot, or He's, you know, if he does commit to Patrick Kane, it leaves Kreider wide open. And Kreider kind of read that beautifully. And Fox fed him a puck that he could easily tip. And, you know, Vanacek really just didn't have an opportunity to make a save. You know, that, that shit happens in a split second. And, uh, yeah, it just, it was a great play, a huge play. And, and it worked. And, and that's the difference maker. You know, you go up 2 nothing after the first period. Now you can really stick to your guns and play your game. You don't have to, you know, you don't have to be the ones to make adjustments to get back in it and, and play desperate mode and, and kind of always be on your toes. You can kind of, you know, play, you know, the, your game. The Rangers want to slow the game down, which certainly helps when you have the lead. And, uh, you know, it, it just it goes to show you, man, like. You win special teams, you score in big moments. It's just it makes all the difference. I mean, the, the Devils didn't even have a shot on goal in their four power plays. And it, it, it just kudos to everybody. I mean, even from Gallant, who uh, 
clearly made adjustments because you you didn't see this type of New York Rangers team during the, you know the last month of the season. So he clearly knew what he was doing, um, kind of letting the boys play, and they came out and they got a big win. And you know, listen, I I'll I own my words. I know exactly what I said about this team. Um, you know, I wasn't sure if they were going to able to make adjustments, and who knows? You know, it, it's not like you you can't you know see this game and say you know oh we're definitely going to win the series. But it just shows you, you know, if the Rangers can play at their best, there isn't many teams that can beat them. And, you know, the Devils are a very, very good hockey team. And don't expect them to go 0 for 4 next game. You know, they, they're going to go 2 for 4. They're going to go 3 for 4 one night. It's just going to happen. You know, sweeps are so rare, especially for the New York Rangers. We just love that game seven. But, you know, all in all, I, I think... You know, looking looking back, that first period was absolutely huge. Going into the second, obviously a little bit more even. I thought the Devils came out out of the gate hot. You know, they 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 wanted to press the Rangers, and the Rangers really struggled to find their offensive game. And um, you know, the Rangers were weather that storm. You know, if you're going to take, you know, their best punch, you better take it on the chin and, and get out and, and, and be able to strike back. And that's exactly what they did. They had a, a tough break with a goal that clearly was, you know, his stick was over the crossbar. It was definitely a no goal situation. I thought at first, maybe it hit the devil's stick, but it didn't. And, um, you know, looking back at just, um, you know, for the New York Rangers to be able to strike right after that was huge. And Lindgren scoring maybe the goal of the season puts it in a spot where only the best players in the NHL, I mean, that was like a fucking McDavid goal. I mean, that was unbelievable. So timely to put us up three, nothing. I mean, three, nothing and two, one are just completely different animals. And the New York Rangers, uh, you know, were able to win the first two periods of the hockey game and go into the third period with a three goal lead. And, you know, I think just the confidence that instills and the ability to, to, you know, look up and down the bench and, and say, you know, I can trust no matter who I have, you know, on the bench to go out there next shift and, and, and you know, allows us to ride four lines, even though our fourth line was, you know, Goudreau was probably our best forward, which is like crazy. I mean, the guy was fucking blocking shots like a warrior and doing everything that he possibly could to help the New York Rangers win a hockey game. And that's the type of effort that you need. And you know, you didn't know we see that this year during the regular season. Uh, I'm I'm proud to say that I, I was wrong. Um, you know, after game one, I'm wrong that the New York Rangers, you know, certainly do have a switch where they can clearly play uh, a full 60 minute game and, and just kind of find a rhythm and, you know, be able to take advantage of chances. And, you know, I, I still think there's um, there's a lot of work to do. You know, the series is certainly not over. Jack Hughes can take over a game. He clearly is one of the most gifted players on the planet right now. Um, his ability to just scurry around the rink and just use his speed and skill and patience. And, you know, he's just so smart with everything that he does. And, you know, you really have to respect him. And, you know, the goes for Heischer and just their their whole team is just so fast and so disciplined and, and so good that, you know, it, it really, it makes that win so much sweeter because you did see moments where you're like, holy fuck, New Jersey's good. And, you know, that's going to happen. You're in the playoffs. You're playing the second best team in the Metro, the second best team in the toughest division in hockey. 
So this is the shit that you're going to have to get used to. And in my opinion, I think the Devils are a better hockey team than the Carolina Hurricanes right now. So you're really playing the best team in the Metro. Um, up and down, uh, man for man, I, I, I love the Devils. I mean, I really do. I mean, I think they're a team that uh, with a few more pieces, they can certainly be uh, one of the best teams in the league, if not the best team in the league behind Boston. So, uh, and, and the Rangers are right up there. Man, you know, I think the question marks for the New York Rangers is whether or not, you know, you're going to be able to capitalize on the opportunities that you get. And Igor obviously was a difference maker. Um, our, our ability to play such tight defense in the defensive zone and, and make clears when we can. And, you know, I thought that was, that was you know, uh, it was unbelievable. It was a, a, an unbelievable moment. And you go into the third and obviously the game gets different, but we get a power play opportunity. Chris Kreider scores again on the power play. Um, Jack Hughes, you know, scores a big goal for them. You know, I think I think that goal uh, by the New Jersey Devils, although at that time it's 4 nothing. I think for them to get on the board and just beat Igor and see a one in that column is a huge confidence booster going into game two. You know, you get shut out, you start questioning everything. I think, you know, the fact that they got one was was huge. So we'll we'll see. Um, and then obviously, um, you know, Filipino caps it off uh, to make it five one. Uh, Fox with one, two, three, four assists on the night. Just unbelievable. Uh, like I said, our back end is just it, it's they're they're warriors. You know, um, Keandre. You know, he's got to stop turning the puck over. But you know, overall, I think he played all right. I mean, listen, the Devils are going to cause you to make mistakes, especially if you're a little bit slower. Um, his decision-making is, is, needs to be a little bit quicker. But at the end of the day, it's like, <laughs> listen, the Devils are not in second place in the Metro for no reason at all. So they, they certainly use their strengths to, you know, foil us a couple times. And, and listen, we weathered those storms. That's it, man. That's what you fucking have to do. And we got a huge game one win, a big statement game, confidence booster. Now is time to take advantage of this, though. You got to come out. You cannot get blown out in game two because all of a sudden, any momentum, any narrative that you established in game one gets thrown out the fucking window. So you got to play a tight game. You're going to get the devil's absolute best. Hughes is going to be flying around. Nico's going to be flying around. Dougie's going to be shooting. The points are going to be, you know, uh, blasting everything from, the, uh, from up top. You know, they're going to get a million shots on goal. Uh, we got to continue blocking shots and, you know, just, just to put it in perspective, what, a, you know, you know, how valuable block shots are. I mean, you know, you look at last night, um, you know, they had, uh, the devils had one goal on 28 shots. So, you know, Igor, that gives him like a 964 save percentage. Let's just say a normal goalie gets around, you know, just say 900, just for example. So that means every 10 shots you block, you're saving a goal. So the Rangers basically essentially saved almost two and a half goals last night just from blocking shots. And, and that's huge. You know, that's fucking huge. And, you know, again, you can't say it enough that the New York Rangers kind of changed their makeup. And this is, you know, I, I think I preached about this last, last year during the playoffs, but really good teams, the Tampa Bay Lightning, you saw it, they adapt to who they're playing and they play a system and they're willing to buy in to the system that will best be, defeat their opponent. And the New York Rangers took advantage um of a game one where they decided listen devils are 
they need high volume amount of shots to get going. We're just going to block everything. We're going to clog the middle. We're going to do our best to slow things down. And you saw the, the the Devils try to, you know, fight back a little bit with the Rangers by clogging up the neutral zone, stepping up, making our forwards dump the puck in and and use their foot speed, knowing that the Devils are a little bit quicker so they can get back in numbers and not give us any odd man rushes. Um, but the New York Rangers were able to, you know, establish, you know, uh, some four checks at time, throw pucks on net and and make Vanacek work and, and make their defensive work. I think their defense is certainly the weakest point of the, their game. And they're going to have to, you know, find a way to make adjustments and, and, and not give the New York Rangers so many high volume uh, or high quality opportunities. It's NBA playoffs time. And that means big hoops action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Get in on the excitement of every game with the touch of a button. New customers can make a $5 pregame Moneyline bet and score $150 in bonus bets if their team wins. Plus, everyone can score a no-sweat same-game parlay every day during the NBA playoffs. Open the DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt-in, and place a same-game parlay on any NBA game. If it doesn't hit, you'll get a bonus bet back up to $10. Download the app now and sign up with code THPN. New customers can make a $5 pregame Moneyline bet and score $150 in bonus bets if their team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text HOPE-NEW-YORK. In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. You know, there's a lot to, I should say, uh, to note going into game two. You know, number one, Obviously, the New York Rangers are going to have to play even more perfect than we did last night. Igor is going to have to play a better game, and he played damn near perfect. He gave up a penalty shot goal. Number two, uh, our de- defense are going to have to make things a little bit quicker. I mean, you saw, you know, at times in our zone where you know we just we weren't able to make that first outlet pass or that second, you know, pass in a neutral zone, and the Devils were able to turn and go back the other direction um we gotta get the puck below their dots and go to work and that means using our speed uh as as fast as we can play uh establish a four check and the devils will collapse they will because our forwards are way more skilled than their defense so their their forwards are going to have to come down low give their d the best support they can possibly give which leaves our points open and you saw that at times and our points are going to have to keep throwing the pucks on net. You know, fluky shit happens. You saw, you know, Lafreniere, even though the goal didn't count, you got to you know, stick on that puck. A good, you know, nice play back up to the point. Get shots on goal, you know. Kreider scores, you know, power play goal from a nice tip in because, you know, you keep moving the puck, you lose those guys, and all of a sudden the guy in front of the net's open. So, yeah, it's all about, you know, creating opportunities and throwing pucks on net. And, and you know, listen, Vanacek's nothing special, you know. Yeah, he does have the ability to make some big saves, but you know he's human. He's he's nowhere near the talent that Igor is right now, and you know you got to take advantage of that. And 
You know, it's something that we didn't do last year in the playoffs. We didn't make goalies pay, and we allowed goalies like Louis Domingue to, you know, feel good about themselves and give them confidence because we got a lot of shots to the gut. You know, no one's in front of the net. You know, we didn't get that second or third opportunity. Um, you know, and you know that's what the Rangers are going to have to do to beat the New Jersey Devils. So, a big one, big game one, uh, one nothing series lead. Uh, we play tonight again at the Prudential Center. So I think the New York Rangers are going to, uh, you know, in my in my eyes, play hopefully a tighter game and clean up some of the, the, the messiness and and hopefully keep the Devils in that 25 shot range. Because if we're blocking shots and the Devils are only getting 20 to 25 shots a game, I, I don't think they're going to win. Uh, Rangers got to be a little bit more disciplined. You saw how speed can kill you, um, you know, a little bit clutching, a little grabbing, trying to slow them down. It's going <laughs> to listen. They're going to draw penalties. and. You know, again, great job on the power or PK to stop their power play from gaining any momentum for their team. Um, the Rangers were able to feed off those kills. And, you know, luckily for the New York Rangers, uh, Devils weren't able to get a shot on goal. And, you know, you know, hopefully they, they try to change things up and try to overcomplicate uh, things on the power play. So, yeah, uh, I'm feeling good about my, my team right now. Uh, long way to go. This is certainly not the series at all. Um, things can change at the drop of a hat. So, you know, I think for the New York Rangers, game two is the biggest game of the season, obviously. Uh, you know, it's stating the obvious, but I think, you know, for the New York Rangers to go up 2-0 back to the Garden, um, you know, puts us in a real good position to win this series. So um, you could say tonight is almost a must-win game. Um, you know, because you don't want to, you don't want to lose any momentum in the series. I think, you know, uh, for Igor, it, it, he needs to stay on top of his game. We need to get into a flow, keeping the four lines rolling. You just saw how important depth is, and uh, that could be a difference maker against any team in the NHL. Man, having that fourth line that can go, having guys like Goudreau and VC and and Mott just, you know, giving everything they possibly can to get the job done. You know, it allows, you know, players like, you know, Mika and Panarin to not have to kill themselves, you know, and uh, we, you know, we got to not play uh, in the penalty box because you, you saw, you know, it, it's it's tough. You know, you have Kreider almost playing four minutes of penalty kill time, Goudreau playing four minutes of penalty kill time, um, you know, Zibanejad almost four minutes of penalty kill time. That guy, you need him on five on five, you know, you need him on the power play. You know, you don't want to waste those guys, their, you know, their minutes, um, you know, uh, and, and you look, we are fucking balanced, man. You know, you know, how many times do you hear the narrative? Oh, you know, Duncan Keith played fucking 30 minutes of the game. You know, you know, uh, um, uh, had Victor Hedman played, you know, 28 minutes. Look at the fucking Rangers. They're forwards. The most, no one played over 20 minutes. You have Chris Kreider playing 1940. You have Zibanejad playing 19 minutes. Uh, everything else was pretty fucking balanced, you know? And then you got, you know, look at the defense. Look at, look at this lineup. Tell me this isn't fucking balanced for, for six defensemen in the, in the playoffs. You have Schneider, 17-17. You have Truba, 20-52. Fox, 20-17. Lindgren, 19 Mikola, 17-28. Keandre Miller, 21-20. That's not fucking balanced. I mean, they're all within a few minutes of each other, man. And, and you take away the, the, you know, the four penalties that we had at eight minutes. I mean, we might be, you know, freaking 
19 minutes across the board for every defenseman. It's pretty, pretty unbelievable. So, um, yeah, it's definitely something that the New York Rangers, uh, are going to have to keep up if they want to, uh, you know, not only, you know, sustain, you know, energy throughout the series, but, you know, throughout the whole playoffs, hopefully. So, uh, Let's see, let's see, let's see. I think that's it, man. It's just one hockey game, you know? We, put, we only played one 60-minute hockey game, and we have, you know, potentially six more left. So the New York Rangers are going to have to, you know, keep this momentum going, uh, get another one at the Prudential Center, and come back home with a 2 nothing lead, and, uh, you, know, you, know, you know, just just keep one game at a time. Let's go. Game two tonight. Let's fucking go. Let's get a, let's get a W, and uh, let's come back home. All right. Um, just a little recap, my thoughts around the league. Seattle uh, beats uh, the Avalanche one nothing. Uh, Seattle's just going to Seattle, man. They're just fucking, they can roll four lines. You know, I thought the Colorado Avalanche would have a little bit more uh, jump and, 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 you know, watching the highlights of that game. It's just Seattle just weathers the fucking storm and they just, you know, take it shift by shift. They roll their lines and, and away they go. So um shocker there hopefully that goes seven i'm rooting for all these series to go seven fuck it you know it's more hockey it's free hockey uh minnesota uh beating the dallas stars minnesota if dallas doesn't come out and fucking smack minnesota right across their face i i, I question dallas i picked dallas in in my bracket to win the cup I, I listen and people might say hey you're a fucking ranger fan you're fake you know you, you don't even pick them you're not you don't pick your team to win the stanley cup that's bad juju all right. You pick someone out West that's neutral to win. All right. Uh, always bet against your emotions. It's the key to winning in every bet. Um, yeah. So Pavelski almost dies from a hit from Dumba. If Dallas doesn't come back and clock, you know, not in a literal sense, but, you know, in a metaphorical sense, if they don't come back and clock them back and get a big W, uh, you can count Dallas out. They'll get swept. Bunch of babies they are. I mean, how do you let Pavelski get hit like that and uh, still lose the game? Unbelievable. That's go- it's called weak mentality. Uh, it's soft and uh, not the Dallas Stars that I thought they were. Winnipeg Jets blew out the Vegas Golden Knights. This series was weird to me. I didn't have any pulse to it. I thought it was going to go seven and Vegas was going to win in seven. Uh, <clears throat> the Winnipeg Jets just have so much potential, but they played like shit during the regular season. They they almost like wanted to miss the playoffs. It just it was like a battle of them and the flames of who, you know, who can you know, be the biggest dumpster fire. So yeah, that's a weird series to me. I hope it goes seven. Uh, you know, I, I think I like Winnipeg a little bit more. You know, I have a lot of respect for Hellebuck. Um, I like Kyle Connor, you know, obviously Neil Pionk and, and shit, man. Talking about uh, uh, Morgan Barron taking one 75 stitches and then heads back out. I mean, unbelievable. Uh, X Ranger there, uh, yeah, and then you know the Edmonton Oilers losing to the LA Kings in overtime. What the fuck, McDavid, dude? How do you not get a point? You know, in your first first game, man, in the playoffs, you had a 16 point streak, I think, to end the season, and you get blanked at home. Uh, you know, against the Kings. Come on, dude. Uh, you know, NHL. You know, I I was in a kind of an uproar that they you know scheduled them for 10 o'clock at night and not like a nine o'clock or or 9.30, you know, yeah, McDavid stinks. No, I'm just kidding. But, uh, yeah, it's kind of disappointing with them. Um, you know, I know LA is pretty good. I, th- I thought this year, you know, Edmonton would really show, you know, their, their, their 
you know, they'd really take a step forward and they just, you know, they froze that first game, you know, choked. Uh, Boston one nothing uh, lead over the Florida Panthers. Three games left in that series. Uh, you know, no Bergeron, no problem. They'll fucking blow them out. Uh, I think Florida it just can't keep up. There's nobody on Florida besides Kachuk that's going to be able to fight back against this team. Barkov soft. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's done. It's, I'm sorry. But, you know, everyone who said that Florida was going to be a good matchup, their tough matchup for Boston, must not know shit about hockey because the Florida Panthers ain't even sniffing a win in this series. I think Boston blows them out tonight, uh, sends them go back home to, to Florida down 0-2. Uh, Boston takes care of business, wins two big games on the road to finish that one off. Uh, Tampa Bay Lightning blowing out the Toronto Maple Leafs. Boy, oh boy, who saw that coming? Not me. I fucking, you know, I got an egg on my face for this one. I thought the Leafs were going to take a huge step forward, blow the fucking Tampa Bay Lightning out of the building. But boy, oh boy, was I wrong. I mean, Tampa Bay, man, it's, it's scary that this team just hangs around, man. And and they don't they don't fucking quit. They keep going. They you know they can score. They can fucking defend. They still can do it all with Vasilevsky, man. It's scary, you know. I uh, you know I hope Toronto can come back. I know they traded off wins last year. I think they won every other game um, until obviously game seven, where you know uh, Tampa was able to close it out. But holy shit, was that a was that a shocker? Carolina and the New York Islanders uh, watched a little bit of this game. I didn't catch the whole thing, but it just seemed to me that, uh, you know, you know, I, I don't know. Everyone loves Carolina. I don't think the Islanders really played that bad. I mean, they, they lost special teams game. I think they can certainly bounce back. I thought they played a pretty good game for game one on the road. So, um, you know, it's, it is what it is with that team, man. They, they're going to have to win close games. And, it's whether or not they're going to be able to find the back of the net. You know, if they can score, you know, three goals, I think it's the series, you know, is going to go to the team that can, you know, race to three, you know, who can score three goals first. So, yeah, that's, that's just like my brief synopsis of uh, shit over the league. It's only one game uh, in every series. So it's not over except for the Boston series. Every team's still in it. Uh, you know, you got to be rooting for game seven and just, you know, awesome all around the whole hockey league. I think every hockey fan has to be pleased with how, uh, you know the playoffs are going so far a lot of fun hockey games and uh, yeah you know I, every night you know enjoy it because there's nothing better than the first round of the playoffs you know even if your team's not in it there's just still nothing better you have you know four games every single night uh, it's just unbelievable so um, that's all I got for you we did a quick 30 minutes here um, again New York Rangers tonight at the Prudential Center game two must win hockey game uh, let's take it one shift at a time and, you know, let's just fucking roll and roll right back to the Madison Square Garden up two games from now. Thank you for listening to the Broadway Boys podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Broadway Boys Pod and please rate, review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud or the HockeyPodcastNetwork.com. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. New episodes every Monday and Thursday. Download at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.